The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Oh my gosh, have we screwed this up. But finally, another little shimmer of light at the end of the tunnel. It's coming. The solution is out there. And people are finding a way around it. Hey there, it's Doc Thompson along with Chris Cruz. Welcome to the program. If you're new to the program, please follow us on Twitter at Real Chris Cruz at Doc Thompson Show. A little glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel. The long, dark, anti-free market socialist tunnel. Oh, I'm so ready for this. I don't know. I don't know what healthcare was like when you were growing up in Puerto Rico, I don't know what, which doctor you went to and they were, you know, grinding up banana leaves and plantain stumps into some sort of paste and you ate it or something like that. We call them the chupacabra. Is that what it is? We call them the chupacabra. Okay, good. See, when I grew up, granted, it was a long time ago, but we're not, we're not talking like horse and buggy. Okay. Here was the system, Chris. Let's say you got sick. Okay. You went down to your family doctor. Yes. And uh, he checked you out and he told you what was wrong with you. And, uh, and he said, that'll be money. And you, you paid him the money. That's it? Yeah, there was no billing. Some some doctors would bill you later or something like yeah. that. And some people. Invoice? Right. But you just paid him and you knew what it was. It was 50 bucks for an office visit or $12 or, you know, $4 in a crack rock. Whatever they charged. You know, it's what it was. Okay. Yeah, sometimes you'd pay them in drugs, too. Oh, it was okay. very different. Okay, then. I was going to say, because my doctor's taking crack oh. rocks, please. Right, yeah. Show me what that doctor is. Yeah, he was just kind of a middleman. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Then he'd give you a prescription, and you'd go down to the pharmacy, and they'd fill it. It was the same scenario. It cost you X number of dollars. Now, some people, usually some of the fancy people, some of the rich people, certain jobs or whatever, the upscale, the elite, the white-collar people, some of them had <laughs> insurance. Ooh. Insurance, right. And I remember... My parents worked pretty good jobs, and they ended up with insurance. You know where they worked? No, no. I, they worked I, at factories. They did their no. factory workers. My mom, Both of them? Yeah, yeah. My mom became management, though. Oh, so she had good insurance. So she got the good insurance, right? Oh. And uh, so they had insurance. And I remember trying to figure out how this worked when I was a kid. And it was, think of uh, car insurance. If you get into an accident and you can't afford to pay, they pay. That's Makes what sense. it was. That's that's basically how my mom explained it to me. She was a little more sophisticated than that, but it was it was like that. So I'm like, you don't have to pay them. No, no, we pay a little bit every month, and if something goes wrong, like really bad, they take care of those extra expense, expenses. And I said, well, what if you don't have insurance? She said, you have to pay all of those. And I said, well, that's great. I said, well, what happens if you don't use it? What if you don't get sick? She goes, well, it's the money. Do you get it back, mom? And a young Doc Thompson. Ah, uh, so naive. Young, naive Doc Thompson. I said, sounds like y'all a couple of bookies. <laughs> I said, it was it was a very Eddie moment trading places-esque Got moment. It. Where I was like, well, that sounds like gambling. And that's where my dad was like, I think you got it. <laughs> yeah, Basil Thompson, he loved that. So he's like, yeah, that's what it is. he said. You're gambling that you are going to get sick and they're gambling you're not. Then he said, and they, of course, everybody adjusts for whatever. But it was still based. The gamble is still based on getting really sick. You see what I'm saying? 
it wasn't how much you're going to use them or how many times you're going to pop in the office. Back then, people didn't go to the doctor all the time. You didn't do this. You ha- it was more serious stuff. And I said, okay. And I remember working in the early days of radio because I worked for a lot of private owners and they didn't give us insurance. That was not an option. And then I started working for some companies, moved up the chain a little bit, and I got insurance. And at the end of each year, and you'd have to reelect these things, and I remember reading through these booklets and trying to figure it out, and Chris, I was lost. It was like you going from the chubacabra mixing, you know, weird kind of the elixirs paste. in the jungle, right, yeah. to the mainland where you're like pharmacies, right? It was almost like that. I'm looking through these books and pamphlets and things that they give you as part of our insurance and I'm lost because mm-hmm. I'm still thinking the old days. It's only for disaster. What Last is this? resort. Last resort. Right. If it's going to cost you four million bucks because you got something, they take care of it. Or if it's a hospital stay. And then I'm like, well, we pay 72% of hospital stays. 72%? What about the what if I'm What if I'm in there for four years? Now that's on you. What? Wait a minute. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, but we pay, you know, 90% of hospital or of uh, office visits. How much is the office visit? Well, there's, you know, the copay, you'll pay 10 bucks or whatever, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'd rather you have the cover the other end, right? Yes. And it, none of it made sense. I missed in there the transition of insurance. I missed it. Okay. Because I remember as a kid that more the disaster coverage or whatever and didn't have it for a number of years as a young adult. And then, boom, have insurance, and I'm lost. And then I start figuring it out. It's no longer insurance about disaster coverage. It's a maintenance plan. Yes, it is. Well, I don't need to be part of any little group that's a maintenance plan like that. Why do I need this club? What does that do? Do you remember the Columbia Records and Tapes Club? Do you remember those? Yes. Oh, I... For one penny, you'll get these 14 <laughs> CDs or back in the day, it was, it was records or yes. whatever tapes and 14. And then we'll send you another three for only re- at regular cl- club prices, yes. wonk, wonk, whatever that is. Yeah. Go ahead and don't send one of those forms back in and you get a box full of CDs worth $40,000. By the way, in Puerto Rico, they did that. Um, I'm known by different aliases by Are Columbia you? house. Okay. Columbia, Columbia house. house knows me by very, oh, Little dog, I mean, little Chris Cruz scamming the crap out of. Got to make sure to send those forms yes. back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because when, they... when I didn't send it back and I ended up with the Pointer <laughs> Sisters' greatest hits, damn it. <laughs> it was funny because they paid turn... $18 for that. They turned to the DVD club. Remember that one? The that's one from right. Columbia House CD to DVD club. Oh, that's when Chris Cruz was the blockbusters of my town. You got it? I was it. That's it. I was banking left and right. Well, that's really what they're saying here with some of this stuff, right? And they're making their money. Look at the hospitals. Look at the insurance companies. Are they poor? And they're not getting it in volume. They're just getting a lot of money. And the double billing and the triple billing. And so uh, Baby Wyeth was born now almost seven months ago. Okay. There'll be seven months in a few days. I'm still getting bills. Wow. From doctors I didn't even know. <laughs> hey, and so some of them, guy. so one of them was like, we had paid like 1500 up front and then another couple of grand and a couple of hundred here, here, whatever. And then I get one for like $3,200. And I was Hello. like, son of a biscuit eater. This is like two months after he was born. And I tell my wife, I go, wait, 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 you told me. What? 
I go, I'm not paying this yet. I sit on it a couple months. It goes down to 800. And then I don't hear from them again. Is it a scam? Are they hoping I pay it in double pay and they won't correct me? I don't know. But the fact that I don't know is bullcrap. It is a scam. It is not free market. It's just the lack of transparency. And don't give me the, well, we sent you that form and you filled it out that you wanted to be a part of the insurance through your company and there were 700 pages with a bunch of small print and then you signed the online thing and that was really small as well. Nobody's reading that crap. And even if they did, it's not transparent. It's in legalese. What's the price of the office visit? How much are they billing insurance? This is what I want to know. Not the copay. What's the price of the office visit? Put it on the sign out front. Even friggin' fast food restaurants put the menu on a sign. Thank you. But they want it this way. If they didn't want it this way, the insurance company, big farm, big hospital, big doctors, they would change it. Meaning this is what they want. And why would they want something this confusing? Because it benefits them somehow. This is the system we have. This is the system we've allowed them to create. And what did we end up with? Obamacare. Great. We kind of got rid of it. Now what do we have? Same crap. There's no other way forward? Oh, but there is. And through that long, dark, socialist tunnel of despair in healthcare. A little flicker of light at the end. There is a small but significantly growing movement of doctors that are opting out of health insurance. What? In favor of what I like to call the free market. Now listen to what they're doing. They're saying we don't take health insurance and you can come in and just pay whatever the monthly fee is. But If you're willing to join our little group, we will charge you a monthly fee. We charge you a monthly fee, and then you get certain things, certain coverages underneath that. So you may get, you know, two office visits a month for that fee, or three or seven or whatever it is. Right now, many of them... Uh, instead of accepting insurance, offer a monthly membership fee of between $50 and $150 a month. Wow. Have you seen what you pay? No, I haven't. I mean, at your insurance a month? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I have that. Yeah. Now, if you're a single, then you got a good company or whatever. It may not be huge. It might no. be, let's say you get paid twice a month. It might be $58 a paycheck. I think so, yeah, yeah. Okay, something like that. Some are a little bit lower. For a while, for a long time, Glenn had, if you were single, it was pretty much free. Oh, wow. You know, it was, cool. or it was like five bucks. It was really, most people do not do that. If you have a spouse that, let's say, 58 bucks a month and you want a husband and wife, that's going to go up to several hundred dollars a paycheck. And if you get a family plan, you're talking in some cases six, seven hundred dollars a paycheck. This is 50 to 100 dollars, 150 dollars a month. So even as a single, let's say your plan right now deducts $50, $60, $70 a paycheck. So that's $40, $50, $60 a month. The high end of this is $150. You're in. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's comparable. Now, yep. you're not going to get some of the hospital coverage and stuff like that or stays. But this is a heck of a start. It's a heck of a plan. It is. You, they Now, they're what works for them, the doctors, they don't have to have people build the insurance company. So the little girl dressed in white that's sitting amongst all those files, okay, mailing stuff out, doing mm-hmm. whatever. And why is she dressed in white? Yes, yeah, she works in a doctor's office. She's in the office part. She's not seeing patients. You don't have to have the gown on. No, you don't. How bougie, right? Yes, that's bougie, yes. That's just so when she pops down to Wendy's at lunchtime, people go, oh, you oh, work in a doctor's, doctor's office. office. Your hospital, is yes. that what you do or whatever? Yes. Please, very bougie. But they don't have to have them there billing people. You save that. You don't have any of that paperwork. You don't have any of that nonsense. $150 a month, boom. $100 a month, whatever it is. So it benefits them as well. Now, if we can get more insurance companies to more clearly offer exclusively disaster coverage. We've got this thing. The problem is there are so many loopholes and regulations and red tape and differences state to state and country to country and all this stuff when it comes to healthcare, it's very difficult to set up. If I could get disaster coverage for a reasonable price, I would have it as a supplement to my current insurance. You know, the if you get some horrible disease or somebody in your family that ends up what would end up being into the millions of dollars, we cover it all. No questions asked, we cover it. And it was like, I don't know, 50 bucks a month. Why would I not pay that 600 bucks a year? Yep. Done. Here it is. I'd do that, especially if it's a lot of the check. The problem is when you try to do that for your current insurance, if you ever break it down, it is cost prohibitive because you ever see the short-term and long-term disability? Okay, we'll give you so much money for short-term disability times three, blah, blah, blah. And it's only $3.99 a paycheck. Okay. You go the next model up, it's $3.99 or $5.99. Then it's $8.99. But it's times this. Before you know it, you have just elected for them to take another $80 a paycheck, I need disaster coverage. That's first and foremost. This is the reason that so many people during the Obamacare debate said, I can't believe John, he had to file bankruptcy. He's ruined all because his wife got cancer. And you know, they had insurance. Yeah, they had insurance. They had a copay of 20 bucks when they went to an office visit. But guess what? Their hospital bill only paid 60%. Well, of course. You get some sort of uh, some sort of ectomy or something. Right? You get something removed. It's, okay, yeah, the hospital stay was uh, $250,000 and we paid 60%. Great. Are you prepared to, uh, to still be on the hook for $80,000? Yep. No, most of us are not. That's it. So there is some hope with regard to health insurance, but these are the things we need to focus on. And these doctors, what I love about this, they, this is free market. Yep. First day it's free market. Cause they started when they said, uh, there's gotta be a better way. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag. What I learned today. 
This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.